Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Three Dragons podcast here Five Star Network. I am, as always, your host, Sonny Bjorn, and we are a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT Wrestling. Today, we are going to be covering a lot more, though, because we have some huge news in pro wrestling, in Japanese pro wrestling. I am joined by both Dylan and Yannick. How are you guys doing? Hi, everyone. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Hi Yannick. Hi, Sadre. Hi, listeners. Like, don't be bad at me. Um, it's Friday evening. I'm very happy <laughs> when this is over and I can go to bed. <laughs> but we'll do this. <laughs> this is the hype for the show I like to hear, Yannick. I can't wait till this thing's over. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, we we are, of course, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and TDT, but, uh, and we are brought to you by the Five Star Network. Uh, we have to start off this episode, though, with co- talking about some uh, some big news out of New Japan <laughs> that it definitely affects both DDT and Dragon Gate because New Japan announced earlier today that they are the head, uh, they are the like head organizer of a new group in the Japanese pro wrestling called the United Japan Pro Wrestling Group. Um, it is a group of nine promotions in Japanese pro wrestling that is formed with the aim of improving the go- the it's it's basically <laughs> it's getting formed because uh, during the pandemic there was a lot of bad communications between the companies. There was a lot of bad communications between the the law, uh, the the government, and their restrictions, and the companies, with all all the like cheering restrictions, and this group will be formed to have like a joint group that the gov- the government can communicate to and request uh, things from when it comes to pro wrestling. It will. It is a group formed to strengthen connections to other uh, sports in Japanese wrestling. And it is a group formed to share resources and uh, wrestlers and all that. And, of course, to make money. <laughs> and uh, any pros, uh, very, a, very, uh, a very important part of this is that any proceeds that the, is monetized from uh, f- photographic, photographic or uh, joint events and festivals will, go to, will be split among the group members. And stuff like that. Uh, but but yeah. kind of unfair to GunPro as they are obviously the biggest draw. <laughs> yeah, if you got into there, that GunPro is one of the one of the. I'll run through the group members now, uh, and then because yeah, this is huge news was revealed today. But yeah, the group members are of course New Japan. They are the ex ex executive. What what's it called? Ex um... executive. Executive I don't know what you office, want to say. Executive office. New Japan is, a, is the executive office of this group, so they are the leaders, kind of. Um, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Noah, DDT Pro Wrestling, Gum, uh, Gumbari Pro Wrestling, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling, Stardom, Tokyo Joshi Pro Pro Wrestling, and 
further group members will be considered future. So a big a big con continuation of what we have seen kind of happening in uh, Pure throughout this year. The All-Star Junior Festival, the All Together, the the NOAA and, and, and uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom joint shows that we saw in 2022 and, and this year. It, it's kind of like something that has been on on the way for a long time, it feels like. Well, yes, but also this week, um, all Japan uh, New Japan absolutely buried Noah on Twitter with one single tweet. That is true. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is... I think it's good to have, like, one representation. Especially if it's something that's not that easy to gr to grasp as, like, someone that's not familiar with it um like politicians yeah. um so i think it's it's very cool that they all come come together interesting is that the most of them are backed by like big promotions except for dragon gate and all japan yeah so it's it just tells me, like, it, it's all the cyber fight, it's all of the Bushiro promotions. It just tells me this is obviously, like, a business, um, a business decision. And, like, wrestling wise, I would not expect big things. Yeah, for sure. Like, in ring wise, we won't see that much of this. Like, there's a chance of, ta of talent sharing. Wrestlers going over to other companies and coming back home and stuff like that. But we have seen that the last couple of years, uh, and it it has become more more like common. And that wasn't a thing before the pandemic. Like there were there were some like Minoru Suzuki and like of course in Joshi a lot, but it it really wasn't. We it, before the pandemic, we rarely saw like a doi be able to work both DDT, uh, uh, Gum. No, he hasn't worked on a big Japan. He has worked this year. All Japan he has worked this year. DDT has he has worked, and he is still associated and a main a regular wrestler in Dragon Gate, his home promotion. That is that was not something we saw that much earlier before the pandemic, but we have seen it a lot this year, and. I feel like the, the, this is kind of what all that was leading to. That they would... I've, they might have been working on, on this a long time. They, it seems like they have, because they, they seem to have a lot of plans for, for this. But we don't know that, of course. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this whole thing? Like Yannick said, I think it's... The best we can hope for is that it's a good good business attempt, you know, so to speak. And and like you said, hopefully all these companies working together, especially I was interested in maybe the behind the scenes aspect of hopefully um 
working conditions for the wrestlers themselves can improve through all of these companies coming together. Having shows with a company like, you know, Gambari Pro, whatever they count as in the cyber fight world, uh, Big Japan, these smaller companies, if they can get a split similar to a New Japan, which is a big thing in the draw of the show, obviously, that would be a great win for them, great win for their exposure. Uh, just for this one show, after the one show, I don't know how much we're going to get wrestling-wise. And even the one show is not necessarily, like, for the fans. It's bigger as a statement of the companies coming together. Yeah. I mentioned this before. Uh, a few years ago, the Joshi scene did a similar thing to this uh, when they came together with Assemble, with all of the companies coming together. And that really didn't make an impact at all, like in terms of a fan base or really anything. Um, it always kind of ends up that way. And I fear that this will go the same route as we've seen many times before with companies coming together. I just feel the egos are too big. Yes, they've worked together with more companies. But if you really think about it, New Japan, it's not like they've made any real sacrifices for any company. Like they haven't really had to give up anything, ultimately. The worst you could say that they've done, or the most you could say that they've done, is maybe have a veteran like Kojima or Nagata do a job on the show after winning the world title of another company as well. Uh, so they don't, they're not known for giving. They take much, much more than they give. Let's put it that way. Uh, and I fear that this will be the same route, and I don't know how it won't be, knowing the parties involved and who runs them. So I... Hope that the Budokan show is good. The altogether show this year was not a success uh, financially, uh, ultimately, and it did a very disappointing number. Um, so hopefully this Budokan show can kind of take that to the next level, and actually this will be better received. But besides that, I don't think it'll make a big thing to the fans. My only best hope could be that wrestlers and their lifestyles can be upgraded a little bit because ultimately wrestlers, just like any other, anything really in life, the employees are always going to be at the behest of the owners and the owners are probably going to put profits over people like 90% of the time, if not even more than that. So if wrestlers can kind of counterbalance that a little bit, then I'll be happy with it. But it's just, I, I just, I think it's hard because of the egos involved with wrestling promoters. And uh, we'll see if it, it can change this, this one time. Uh, yeah, for sure. The, this will be, like a lot of this, this stuff, we will not uh, see any of uh, as a fan. Like, it, us, the fans, will not see anything of this, like, uh, except for the joint shows. The changes will be, if changes happen uh, to any of the companies during this, it will be happening backstage, and we won't know about it. Uh, of course, it will. If it it will, it also depends on how much effort New Japan will be putting into this. Like if they if they will be half-assing, it will it will fail. Like that will not work at all. Uh, they have said in the activity uh, activity part of the article. I by the way, I recommend everyone. Uh, read the whole mission statement that New Japan posted on their website uh, because it's a it's very it's very read and you find out some other stuff. But they did say here that a big part of this is going to be helping wrestler health and safety. 
such as uh, helping financial financial support investors while ensured to offer tra uh, compliance training to people that need need that. And that is a very good thing because that is a like it, for wrestlers when they are injured they 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 get that get pretty expensive. And a lot of the a lot of the smaller promotions like uh, Big Japan or Dragon Gate don't really have the money or resources to put it to put into wrestlers like that. And if this if they if this works out, then the group members will uh, hopefully benefit from the like smaller promotion members will hopefully benefit from uh, on that way. But yes, as you as you guys mentioned, uh, there there will be a joint show that will be happening in Nippon Con on May sixth. Uh, throughout this entire year. There has only been one uh, Nippon Budokan show uh, in 2023, and that was uh, the Shinsuke Nakamura versus Great Muta uh, Noah New Year show. Outside of that, the Nippon Budokan wasn't touched this year um, in 2023. So it, and I think this is the only show announced so far for the Nippon Budokan 2023. But that should be interesting. And also, this will not be a New Japan show. It will be under the banner of the United Japan Wrestling. Whatever that means. Like that, that we will, I guess we will get it. And, and all that leading into this. But yes, the companies, of course, the companies that are members of the continuing with their own stuff and their own business because it would be weird if everyone just assimilated into this one thing that on show per year. But yes, the actual show should be very interesting. I I would guess that it would be like uh, the also Junior Festival. It's just a bunch of offer matches and fun multi So don't get, like, don't start fantasy booths big singles matches and stuff, people. <laughs> but if you don't get Shuri versus Miu, I'm mad. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> well, yeah. that's another case of po politics. Like, what are the odds Stardom and Tokyo Joshi Pro would work together, you think, on, on a show like this? They they won't work together. They Because they will be, there will be five matches between the best the best fantasy booking I saw today was um was Yuki Arai versus Fuwa-chan. <laughs> like that's the interpromotional stuff we need. Uh, the popular wrestlers. <laughs> Actually I miss Fuwa-chan. She was fun. <laughs> um I did. I did ask some uh, friends of mine uh, to get some to get some more takes on this, um, and the the consensus is pretty much what we have touched on here. That it it's going into it with the hopes that this will improve the scene, the scene, and that if it works, it will improve the scene and will probably help a lot of promotions, not only members 
But if it fails, it will just be waste of a waste of time. It, it, like the companies can easily just sit there and talk to each other and start and and then end up fighting about who gets to get put over and stuff like that. But let's hope for some talent sharing. Let's hope for some. Let's hope for some cool stuff. And hope. For yeah, we're being very realistic on the show. What do you think? What's the absolute best case scenario of all of this? Like, let's put our super positive hat on. Like the most absolute best case scenario. Uh, Yannick, you can go first. So you have time to think. All right, I see. Um, best case scenario would obviously like Gompro doing a clean sweep. <laughs> no, but. Best case scenario is Bushiroad not not running everyone else over. Um, because it never felt it, they were not on on a level for um, all together, or especially not for um, for New Japan and Noah stuff. Like there was always this obvious gap, and yeah, just this week, uh, New Japan basically made fun of Noah, um, telling everyone we helped Noah with their biggest show of the year. So, if that doesn't happen, if the companies come out of it looking as a cohesive unit, or at least as as like colleagues on the same level, that's a tremendous um, step into the right direction. But I um, I would not expect it. <laughs> um, I think as long as um, <laughs> this is going to be very hard knowing. <laughs> But as long as each company gets uh, treated fairly on the on these on the joint shows, but also on the these the the money side of this, on the on the on the sharing part of all this, like they they are saying that they are going to be a, a united group, a united a, a thing where everyone gets to gets representation and everyone gets a, con, a continuous presence and. I just, I hope that everyone actually benefits from this, and a a company doesn't like get lost in the shuffle and gets treated uh, less. Uh, They are saying that they will. This is an idea that they will try to, like they 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 say that they will have a continuous presence for the foreseeable future. I hope that future is long. I hope that it, I hope it's it actually works and it, it and it benefits all these companies for a long time. Like getting new viewers, getting getting more uh, getting more like more help benefits, all that. That is what I hope most comes out of this. 
Yeah, and I think that's a good idea. I think that the best case scenario, or the worst case scenario, is what I mentioned before with a symbol. Yeah. Uh, where it just doesn't lead to really anything. Yeah. No, I, I no think... one cares, and no one bothers to care. And they're just not able to do anything with it because the egos are too big. Yeah. Um, the best case to me... um. You know, it's been mentioned, maybe they, they tried to compare it to maybe, you know, like Premier League football and everything where people can trade and loan people out to different companies. I don't think that'll happen, but I think an idea, not even necessarily one like the Premier League where it's obviously laid out, these are the rules, this is the tiers, blah, blah, blah. If you could have a tiered system within these companies to the point where... They can kind of say, hey, okay, New Japan is clearly the number one company. Like, they are the top tier. Uh, then you could have a second tier of uh, companies that would be there. And then you could do something where they kind of balance it out to where every year, let's say for the G1 or the best of Super Juniors, uh, they'll have guys from companies in the, let's say, second tier. They would all get a shot to wrestle in those tournaments. Uh, yeah. And then there would be a C tier of your, your like your lower leagues, a, a step below, and they would have an opportunity to be in the B tiers tournaments, like in the Champion Carnival, the the N one. You could get a guy from Big Japan in, in one of those, or a Dragon Gate, or something like that. Or you know, uh, you could. I don't know how they would sort it out, but just have a system where maybe once a year you have this show, this Budokan show that they're mentioning. And for the rest of the year, when it comes to tournament times, you're able to exchange people more freely. And I think that would be a great thing for people. Even if you could just have one guy per tournament representing it, and you kind of sector it off to where, say, okay, a Gombari Pro guy won't be in the G1, but maybe he could be in the N1 instead. Uh, you know, you could sector it off in that way, and then maybe eventually, you know, you could get to the point where maybe that B-tier company can get to an a tier level again maybe not even just sorted out like this is it like the point system or whatever but just something internally they could say okay new japan can have guys from a b and c companies on our show but noah can have companies from d e and f companies on our show and kind of use it that way to make sure everybody gets involved everybody gets a chance to step up even if it's a small chance i think that would be the best case scenario and maybe at one point you can see them being on their bigger shows, uh, like a, a Noah guy automatically having a spot on the 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 Wrestle Kingdom show, and maybe you could get a Dragon Gate match on the Noah Ariaki show every year. We'll see how it plays out, but I think that would be a great thing. If they are really cool, like really really cool, they do a a rookie tournament or something like that. Yes, a shout. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was what Amy also said. Like was yes. one of her biggest wishes like an interpromotional tournament with all the rookies so behind it that would be so awesome yeah as a fan that would be really cool if you could do that yes. and, and realistically that's not even... more of wins it all well i don't know about that but realistically <laughs> i do i do uh, realistically me. it wouldn't even be like a political problem because they're all y young lions you you might be see some of the bigger companies more willing to Book it upset against one of their own guys because they're still Dylan. rookies. Dylan, Ryohei Oiva is on excursion, and New well, Japan some no, New Japan somehow politicked him into the third most important match on Noah's biggest show. 
Well, I, I don't know if that's the third most important match, first of all, on uh, uh, Noah's show. But it's secondly, third that's from a different... the, it's third from the top. I mean, the yeah, card but is... it's not imp- it's not important, though. Nothing, like, on like, that, no, no, nothing, nothing on that card is important. I mean, the singles matches, I would say, were bigger than that. And even the titles, I would put uh, ahead of that one. Like, that was like the... Yeah, it's third from the top, but it was like the 12th match announced on the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, it's different because Oiwa isn't really a young lion anymore. Uh, I mean, because I'm, okay, I'm okay with Oiwa uh, going over Daga versus Eita. Like, I don't... I don't... <laughs> oh, no, not that. <laughs> no, 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 come on. Like, I, yeah, but that is on the card order. It is. It goes Daga versus Eita, then Kaito and Oiwa versus House yeah. of Yeah. Like, um, yeah, but I, I don't see okay with But does Eita use Overdrive to be Russian, Noah? Yes. Okay, I hope he wins, so we can hear it twice. <laughs> what about uh, Hayata teaming with Tanahashi? That's a big match. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm See, so... you guys don't even know the card, and you're trying to tell me what's important. I yeah, it's, I Hayata... it's Noah. That's... Well, and I understand. I'm not blaming you at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm the stupid one for knowing what's going on. But yeah, it's Hayata and Tanahashi versus Zack and Ogawa in a tag match. Wow. The second Ogawa is cool. I like that, but for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah, <laughs> but why Hayata and Tanahashi? <laughs> um, but the fact remains, Oiwa wouldn't even be in a Young Lion tournament, though, because he's on excursion, yeah. technically, quote-unquote. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but yes, they're king politickers. Obviously, New Japan would end up winning everything. We know that. But I think they would be more willing to give a little bit more. Maybe I, you would have yeah. like two young lions and one would actually lose and put over someone else. They, Whereas if it were another tournament, none of their guys would just lose, period. Yeah, they, the problem is that New Japan need to be willing to help uh, to have other promotions guys win in these matches. Oh, well, I guess this is dead then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, and that's, that's, that's one of my biggest worries. Uh, New Japan is gonna lil bro everyone on this this thing. Shout out Amy for saying that also. Um, but yeah, big news. I we I really hope this can lead to something good because this is something that can really help this. And if you're a Japanese pro wrestling fan, you should be excited about what this group can do. Shall we get over to the promotions to cover them? <laughs> Dragon Gate and DDT. Sure. So, we have some big news. Uh, well, yeah, we have a full card for Final Gate now. We, we have some uh, other news that was announced during the week Dragon Gate. So we'll start off with Dragon Gate and then cover uh, DDT at the end. The first Dragon Gate news is that Prime Zone will be returning in 2024. The Dragon Gate Network exclusive Prime Zone brand returns on January 23rd with a taping at the studio in the Kobe Lapis Hall. More details to be announced soon. Um, of course, if you're a newer, newer viewer of Dragon Gate, like me and Yannick and a lot of others, you might not know what Prime Zone is. Prime Zone is these dojo and Kobe, Kobe Lapis hold like very small venue shows that they would do on the, only on the network that would help improve uh, promos and stuff like that and help people develop uh, their 
their uh, personalities that in front of very very few people and get comfortable on the mic and all that. It, it has it, it did, did help a lot a lot uh, the people like Jason Lee and Ho Ho Lun to get used to the roster it helped uh, it helped Kyoshioka uh, and Shimizu Mike a lot of that it has helped a lot and it's something that they they they, they like to do back in 2019 and now they're bringing it back which is cool I, I I mean, this won't be that important. Like, these are basically non-canon shows on the network. But they will be fun for us. For us, like, the, the, the people that really care about it. Will be, it will be cool. And I, I think people like Daiki Onoguchi, uh, Ryo Tanaka, all those people can develop, uh, develop more their personality in these shows. I think Shikikato lot of these shows so hell yeah that sounds fun like i i haven't caught it back then i have i think i've heard of it once um we'll see we'll see yeah dylan did you watch a lot of prime zone back when that was a thing. Yeah. You know, that's a thing where uh, they had a lot going on, uh, you know, with Prime Zone back then. Uh, even around that and before that, they had Infinity, which was kind of like their weekly show as well. This was like a more open-minded version of, of Dragon Gate almost, uh, Prime Zone. Uh, so to see it coming back... I'm I'm happy. I think it's cool. Again, it's kind of the opposite of the other one where it may not be like it, the, suddenly the company is now turned around because because Prime Zone is back. But for fans, it's really cool. At the end of the day, uh, so yeah, I I really liked it uh, overall, and I'm re- I'm really happy that it can't come back. Yeah, I mean, it will give us more to, more to talk about on these shows, and the show the Prime Zone episodes always are. Under like uh, around one hour, like they never over that. I if I remember right. So yeah, uh, th- there used to be English subtitle Prime Zones. I don't think that is gonna happen. <laughs> but I I think it would. They they would have to pay someone to do that, and I don't think they want to do that. But yeah, that is big news for twenty twenty four. Looking forward to see what develops out of that. But we also had a KBS Hall show on December 10th. Uh, Fantastic Gate in Kyoto, KBS Hall. I have only watched the last two matches and uh, the, the Yamato and Nushiki Kato uh, five minute disqualification match. Um, what did you guys watch? Anything? I watched the last three matches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it okay. was a mistake. <laughs> well, we have we have a lot of like card updates from the show, so that's why I wanted to bring um and a lot of the matches for Final Gate got announced here. Uh because we now have a full card for that. But I first want to cover what 
the results of the matches on the show. So in the opener, we had uh, Natural Vibes, Casey, Big Boss, Shimizu, Jason Lee, Jackie Mokikame losing to Don Fuji, Dragon Kid, Genki Oguchi, and Takeshi Yoshida when Genki pinned Casey with the backslide from heaven after tw- 12 minutes. And- this uh, is big. Now, of course, he pinned uh, the, uh, the, the, the rest, uh, Casey, who was bravely a champion two months ago. This would come back into play the, uh, later on the show. I actually I seen the last two or three minutes of this because I knew what was happening. Yeah. Um the crowd was in it. Like yeah, they I... not they were just like very surprised as they should be. <laughs> yeah. Then we had a six man tag, Ultimate Dragon, Sachi Hoko Boy, Kaito Nagano losing to Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki and Shikanda. Yasushi Kanda pinned Kaito Nagano for the win after 11 minutes and 46 seconds uh, reuse. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that was fun. <laughs> uh, then we had Yamato. It went 5 minutes and 26 seconds until Yoshiki Kato uh, got disqualified after Seabrat's interference. Uh, this would lead to the announcement of the Open the Triangle Gate title match, uh, final gate, because Kato asked for asked for it after uh, after this and said yes. So it will be Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Punch Tomonaga, Triangle Gate champions, standing. Kai, what do you guys think? Yeah, it was mostly about the angle. Uh, to set up yeah. the, the match after. Uh, I'm just, I'm so heartbroken that I didn't get a much longer Yamato match in my life, unfortunately. <laughs> and they decided to take that away. And uh, unfortunately, they had to worry about Final Gate, but that was their I, decision, and I cannot yes. question that. I mean, if but you on... want if you want to watch a long Yamato match, you can always go back and watch Fujita, the Fujita Yamato match. Yes, yeah, we but talked on, about the that other, but on the other hand, I'm actually sad we didn't get to get more Kato. But the match was not good. Yeah, the match was... We will get more Kato in the future. Yeah. And uh, yeah. more Yamato, unfortunately. What about the Triangle Gate match? What do you guys think about it on paper? Okay. Um, I talked a lot about this with Amy. Um... The thing is, I feel a title change coming, and I was like, oh, that's cool, like Kato, Ishin, and Shun, because I forgot it was Kai. And then I remembered, no, wait, Shun is in the main event. Oh, shit, it's Kai. Um, Kai's from Yokohama. Yeah. So he will be in a title match. Until I, I got to the glorious conclusion that they that punch will pin kai that leads ishin or kato or both of them to kick out kai so he gets a singles match and i get a singles match in yokohama on the big show of either kato or ishin see that's that's the smart no 
Seabreds will just win the titles. <laughs> I I mean, I I think any team can win anything match, but I think Seabreds. Uh, but I do like the idea, uh, Kai, the challenging. Uh, I actually thought about this because Kai, Kai is from Yokohama. Uh, he hasn't been close to the main event scene since he lost the title. And if Kikura retains, I think that's a pretty good first challenge. Uh, challenger, the Yokohama show. Yeah, that honestly makes uh, a decent amount of sense, to be honest with you. Or, um, or yeah. they can he can lose this match. Uh, he he'll be take the pin and get kicked out, and he will challenge uh, Shun uh, for the title if Shun uh, wins. Kai is a very good filler defense, regardless yes. of who the champion is. Uh, regardless, <laughs> yeah, uh, and and I get that. Do we need to drag out this punch storyline anymore? Though uh, it was, I'm fun. still in it. I'm okay. still in it. We are talking. He can always lose it. On... That is not that far away. Dylan. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. Maybe he can team up with Yamato again because they were actually like a really great team. Like Kai and Yamato as a tag team, uh, they they had a great run yeah, together. They, they uh, did. They did. They were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would love to see that. Uh, Kai going for the title as like a, a transitional challenger. I'm, I'm cool with that too. I, I think it's a good idea. I mean, he's, like you said, Actually, he's been so far away. No, I, yes, I, I was not talking about like just because I'm not sure if there was like a miscommunication or something. Um, I was talking, of course, about the Triangle Gates. Um, so I'm pretty sure at Yokohama the main event will be Strong Machine J. Because he's also from Yokohama and he's the project. Yeah, that is also true. And he has a history with Shun as well. Like if Shun was to win the title, so that that makes sense uh, as well. But I like the idea of Kai still as a, a transitional challenger, maybe even not in Yokohama, just down the line. Yeah, sure. Uh, you, you, I want to see that. that. I uh, yeah. but Kai is also someone that I just feel has run its course with Zebra. Uh, but yeah. I I think like my goal for Zebra them to just be brats have shun uh, surrounded by a lot of like brainwashed uh, like uh, uh, young guys that are all below him in status i i feel like that is a shun surrounded by people like Ishin lesser than him and le- uh, and aren't like kai who is a veteran of the uh, of the <laughs> And they've already got rid of Hulk, too, earlier yeah. in the year, who kind of fit a similar... Yeah. Well, what you're describing is a great thing for Shun's particular character. Yeah. I don't know how well it works as the top and only heel faction in the company as well, uh, to see that. But they've done a decent job. Uh, Ishin's, uh, you know, they've really pushed him hard and made him into a cr- pretty credible threat overall. Uh, Kato is well on his way. So they c- they could get there. Uh, you know, I, I think it works, and I think it would give Kai something to do because I mean, he's been like literally a, you know, anybody like the ultimate jag of a guy, like yeah. just a guy, just the, a guy. The, 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 anybody could be him. 
Yeah. yeah, like anybody could do what he's done this year. Like if they put you in his spot, you could do it in all likelihood. Either one of you, uh, because he's done so little of note. And uh, now that would give him a little bit of a boost and it would be cool. So uh, why not? Let's continue the punch train and let it roll on to Yokohama. <laughs> or the first Korokin of the year. The first two Korokins of the year. Back roll to on to Yokohama. I'm giving them even more time. <laughs> I don't want them to lose that fast. Go on. Uh, yeah, next on this KBS whole show, we had a big hug, Kyo and Luis Monte, defeating Gold Class, Kota Minora, and Ben K. Uh, 11 minutes and 11 seconds, Hyo pins uh, Kota Minora with the Samson driver win. Uh, I, I, I thought this was pretty good. Like, it's nothing, nothing like special, but it was pr- uh, pretty fun. Yeah, I did not care. Um, though, I really do like, obviously, like, uh, Minora and Ben are the only remaining members of uh, gold class. At least you know, the rest is coming back. Um, yeah. Hulk and Doi. Well, Doi. But, you know. Um, I I would hope something to come of, the, because of these two because I like them as a team. Yeah. I hope they get, the, uh, get into the, the Dreamgate mix. Twingate. Twing, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... I I predicted them to win the twin kit at the end, of, uh, like during, during this year. So shows how wrong I was. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know why Hyo was the guy that won this match. Like, shouldn't Monte be the guy that t- wins the match? He is the guy challenging after. All. I think it does a lot for Hyo. Yeah, um... I, it does. But still. <laughs> but why do we want to do things for Hyo? Now that's a totally different uh, conversation. <laughs> um, uh, did you did you think anything of much before we talk about after? I first of all just need to give credit to my host on the Eastern Larry, my co-host Striga, who may be the biggest big hug fan in the world. I he ended up putting Hyo on his team of our fantasy game. Uh, like points wise, that's probably a good idea right now. That's true. He needs a lot of points I, to catch I, up to me. <laughs> in, uh, at, at the end of the day, I'm I'm very very far ahead at this point. Uh, thank you, uh, astronauts, for, for your great <laughs> yeah. service. Uh, and 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 Julia and Mariah also doing great work as well for the Joshi side. So uh, everybody doing good things on that end. But you know the thing is, I I think I'm gonna have to question him. Uh, you know I gotta ask him why. Why do you like you know in, in here? Uh, because I just see these matches, and he's just so. Again, it's not like he's the worst wrestler alive or anything like that. It's just I look at him and I look at the rest of the roster, and I, I fell into this problem when he won the title the first time, like when, as a heel, and a lot of people were actually into him. Now I think a lot more people were really into him then and give willing to give him a chance at least than they are now. But even then, I just thought. There are so many guys on this roster that you could have with this title doing great things. And we're giving Hyo this time when you could be giving it to Jackie. a dozen other people. Literally. Yeah. You could name five people literally immediately and all yeah. would be better cho- choices than him. 
Is it really just because he's friends with Mate? Give it to Jackie. But that's who it should be, <laughs> like uh, Jackie. But you, uh, you could name a dozen people. Again, yeah. even Ishin, I think, would have more upside to him than than Yo. I uh. Yeah, I'm a perfect example. Ut Jason. Any of the Mochizukis would be hey. better points. Yeah. Uh Look at that. We're already ten deep, and we, we yeah, talked about it for like ten <laughs> seconds. You know, like, just to be clear, I mean, I mean, Jay Church, not Strong Machine Jay. <laughs> Even him. Uh, would Jay want that? Has Jay ever shown interest in actually getting in the ring? I don't think so. Jay, who do you think you could beat up? T- tell me. Let me know. DM me, brother. I believe in you. I'll help train you if you want. I mean. He's he is at least popular. Um, but Che uh, or Hyo? <laughs> both. I, I mean, in different circles. Hyo is, <laughs> is over with the fans with this big hug stuff. Let's be yeah. honest. Like, that's true. He he does get a reaction from the fans. I will give him that. Yeah. But uh, you could, again, I think you could have done a story of this with someone else, and it would have been just as over with a lot better wrestling as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after the match, Genki Horiguchi came out and challenged Hyo for the Brave Game. And that match was set uh final gate. Hyo making his first defense versus Genki Horiguchi. Uh, second defense, I mean. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, Jackie. <laughs> uh, second defense. Uh, but yeah, Genki Horiguchi, his 25th anniversary year ending with him challenging Hyo for the title. That is that is pretty cool. Like a title that he is very, very famous for uh, being in- involved with. So I think that should be fun. And Genki, the last couple of weeks have been really fun on the on the on the, the house shows. I I definitely think that this could this could be not like a great match, but it could at least be a good and fun, charming match. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why it can't succeed in that role. Hey, I was saying that he should have gotten a title shot when uh, Ishin was champion. Yeah. Uh, when they did the KZ thing. I think you could build to that, and it's a fun thing. Again, for the fans, this will slap. Uh, for me, I don't know about that uh, at the end of the day. But I'm happy to see. I, I've always had a soft spot for Kinky Horiguchi. So I think for one night, you give him a spot. He really goes all out to do the best he can, more than he does in all of his other matches across the year, pretty much. I don't see why this can't be a success. And maybe even if things get get heated enough with the crowd, I think you could get something where it's a spectacle and it's, it turns out to be really good. Nobody plays the crowd better than Genki Horiguchi does. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really cool. I like it. Um, I think... You know, he can still go if he wants to. Um, generally, why should he, though? So, this is a big show. Maybe maybe he puts on the work boots. Um, but talking of, of Genki, one really cool thing this week was that um, a clip of the, the famous four-way, four-way six-man went viral. Yeah. Um more or less and you know we shared the 
uh, we shared the whole match and a few people saw it like for the first time and seeing all the <laughs> the reactions of all these people to like oh shit that's so cool um yeah. was a highlight this week for me Oh yeah, for sure. I also rewatched it this week. Yeah. yeah yes, of course, I did too. <laughs> how can how can you not love it though? Yeah. How can you how can you not love it? Uh, if you are we are three uh, the first ever four ways I tell twelve man elimination tag uh, Italian connection versus Shin and 2K versus Do Fixer versus Crazy Max. This. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it it is such an awesome match, and it and is. Genki was great in it. Yeah, Genki was great in it. Uh, Dragon Kid. This was one of Dragon Kid's big shining. Um, it is free on the YouTube. I think I said it earlier. It is free on the YouTube day. J Ho Ho and Genki all uh, on the re-upload. With no camera cuts like uh, the original version had. Yeah, the the fact that they got like an uncut version of that match is still wild to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, that that, that is this uh, this week's uh, recommendation. Like, if you have never seen, go go on Dragon Gate uh, YouTube channel and watch it. But yes, uh, back to the KBS whole show. After uh, uh, Genki and Hyo had accepted their match for final gate, we still had the main event to go. Uh, Madoka Kikura, Yuki Oshoka, D Courage versus Shun Skywalker, Kai, and the of Sea Rats. SSW to Yuki Oshoka, Shun gets Sea Rats the win after 20 minutes, 57 seconds. Man. The courage, they can't do no wrong. Like, I, they are easily the you for me. They're fun. But, yeah, match was good. Dylan, did you uh, did you watch this main event? Yeah, I did, and I liked that. Uh, first of all, like you said, the courage back together. As a tag team, I'm really into Dai and Yoshioka as a team. We're going to talk about Yoshioka in a little bit. Uh, but them as a trio is just as good, pretty much. Uh, they just have a, such great chemistry together. Uh, and just they're such great talents in the ring. Like, all three of them. You can say what you want about Kakuda as a champion. But just in the ring, I mean, this guy is so good at the end. He shows it in all of these scenarios that they put him in. Uh, Zebrats were in a good role here, too. And that this kind of made them more tolerable because... I don't always think the best of them as, like, in-ring, their matches are always great. But when you have a great babyface team, like, the courage against them, they got to shine, too. Uh, so I really liked everything about this match. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That, that's the... This is really the one recommendation from this show. Yeah, from the KBS All Show, definitely this is the recommendation. Um, and yeah, uh, speak... Yuki Oshoka taking a pair... Just like it did at the start of the year versus Shun. Uh, but yeah, um, he is uh, right now uh, announced earlier today 
He underwent an eye examination where he was diagnosed with mild attachment. Uh, that sucks. He will be out of action uh, while recovering. Uh, and discussions regarding plans for the final gate uh, match in nine days for the twin gate title versus are still ongoing. They're, they are pretty much waiting to see if he be healthy in time. Nine days! That is a, a very short time to to get better, better from and like, I, I don't know how bad like, that can be. But I, it, when it comes to your eyes, you need to protect. <laughs> you really need to protect. Just a scary thing to hear that you have yeah. going on. A detached retina. Just those words together is scary. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's not like it's fixable. And yeah. it, it heals pretty well. A friend of mine had it once, but I don't remember for how long he was. Yeah, it kind of looks worse than maybe. Yes, and it it sounds worse than than it is, but... He'd just be like, Vader, put that shit back (laughs) in right now, let me in there! (laughs) That's what you're doing. But I think it's just very important to let it properly rest. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's possible that they will just let him wrestle that one match. Yeah. Um, and then he'll be out again for two weeks and then it's fine, who I I don't know. Um, other possibility would be to just put in Tanaka instead. That could work. I, I, I could, I could yeah, that would be that. great. That's a great that's idea. Actually, yeah, that's actually a great idea. Because, man, on all these matches that I've seen since he joined, Tanaka yeah. has been awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, that can that can definitely work. I just hope uh, I hope uh, Yoko, Yoshioka gets health soon, and it, it really sucks because he was the one lobby kind of kill me, off. <laughs> and then he had to pull out. So that sucks. Like it, he really wanted that kind of match. But Kaito and Alejandro will still be on the show anyway. You would think. Yeah, you would think. Uh, I'm just worried that it, they will, like... Uh, th- what Yannick said should be what happens. But I'm worried that they might just split uh, split it up and have Daya versus uh, versus Kaito as a single or something. Or uh, as a singles. Which, I mean, Daya versus Alejandro as a singles could work that also, but We'll see. Just, just um, have Kaito come out as a manager. Just have him stand <laughs> with the ringside. That would be funny. <laughs> but yes, we now have a full card um, final gate. I, I, it might get changed uh, because we still cork in between now. But we will. I will just do a quick uh, rundown of the of the final gate card uh, as it stands right now. Uh, it is in nine days on Christmas Eve, December 20th, in the Fukuoka uh, Kukai Center. The center. Uh, this is the Resident Otaku uh, building. 
Opening match, Jason Lee, UT, and Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes versus Royal Tanaka, Kaito Nagano, and Daiki Onoguchi. That is a very fun match on paper. Uh, second match, open the Rivier title match, Old Genki Onoguchi. Third match, uh, M3K, Masaki Motosuke, Susumu Motosuke, and Kanda versus Ultimate Dragon, Don Fuji, and Kagatora. That get everyone in match. Then a Final Gate 2023 Christmas special eight-man tag match. Teams will be decided by lottery the 12 uh, on uh, little Christmas Eve, as we call it here. The day before on a fan meet and greet event. The, the teams that will be decided will be consisting of KC, Big Boss Shimizu, Strong Machine J, Koto Minoru, Ben K, BB Hulk, Naruki Doi, and Shuji Kondo. This, I mean, on paper, this sounds like Doi Dart. I hope it's, I hope they, I hope it's actually fans throw darts at the board again. I would be so happy. But yes. This is the ultimate get everyone on the court <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. match. But with but a little nice creative spin. <laughs> I'm, I'm so ready for it. Uh, yeah. I I just hope we get. I don't know. Yuchi Kondo and Casey. I know. As a, the power team. <laughs> reunite, re, uh, reunite Big Boss and Ben K. Big Ben. Yes. Let's go. Oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that, <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to seeing what teams will. I hope they upload that on Twitter. Yeah, for sure. It will probably be on on YouTube or something. Yeah, like press conference style. Oh, so hyped! But yeah, uh, then open the Dragon Gate title match: Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Punch Drummond defending against Seabrass, Kai, Asian, Shigekato. Then the Twin Gate match is still in question. No, but as it stands right now, it is Dragon Diaz defending. Against Kaito Kiyomiya and Noah. Then the main event was three way match for the title. Uh, Madoka Kigura defending Shinsukawa versus, versus Luis Monte. So, yeah, final gate. I, I am pretty happy. Um, it is as expected. Uh, I, I at least we at least got a triangle gate match on here. Uh, that is something that Stardom couldn't get on their sh- show. We got the Brave Gate title match here. <laughs> Stardom couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> we get a lot. Of- what do you guys think about the card? I think that they're definitely. We're ending the year on a better note than we've been at for a while now. Uh, like they're making advancements forward. They're not great, you know, big changes where everything's, you know, suddenly a switch is flipped and everything's perfect now. Yeah. But they're making steps forward, and I like that. Uh, and it feels like, depending on how this show turns out, we're going to have multiple interesting options when it comes to the main title, at least, which I definitely think is a big step forward in and of itself. 
uh, and hopefully we can see some good things in the future for the other titles that get things back into place. I think that, again, I think they made a, definitely a positive move with the Twin Gates, uh, getting out to courage regardless of how this match winds up uh, with the injury and all. Uh, and hopefully we can get to a better point than the others. you still got a lot of young talent on the roster. Uh, you can see it on this card. So a lot of good things heading into the show, and I think going out of it, it'll be crucial that they don't screw everything up and do something really stupid. Uh, and I don't know what that would be, uh, because I think all of the options for the main event uh, gives us hope, at least in the future. So yeah. I, I'm pretty positive going into it. It's better than we've been, and I think that's the most we can hope for. Yeah, like I don't expect like something very memorable of this, but like looking at this, this already feels like a feel-good show. Yeah, and I'm that's what I mainly crave out of my wrestling. What and... better way to celebrate Christmas? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's just like something I'm really looking forward to because it looks nice and comfy and as you guys know the review of of the show will be the first the first anniversary of what of the dramatic dream dragons yes <laughs> celebration christmas alcohol before the show but yeah uh yeah, definitely looking forward to Final Gate, but we have one last stop before Final Gate, and that is in Crooken Hall uh, on December 19th, this upcoming Tuesday. It is, it is live on the Dragon Gate Network, as all Corky's shows are. Uh, here is the card uh, opening match, singles match, obviously a preview for the Triangle Gate match. How awesome is that? Oh, <laughs> and, I, and it's free on YouTube. It's, and that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't like cause a better like feet punch to a plum. <laughs> like I, I, I just want to punch around. But yeah. especially considering what the next match is, which is like the definition of a Dragon Gate opener. <laughs> Yeah, uh, then 10, ten man tag Casey, Strong Machine J, Big Boss Shimizu, Jason Lee, and UT of Vibes versus Don Fuji, Genki Origuchi, and Taiki Onaguchi. Like, this will be filled with dives uh, from Daiki, Ata trolling, Kagatora weirdly being very into it, Genki Origuchi doing his bits, and Don Fuji being me. And, and all of the vibes guys are. New what Year are show the odds that so Don Fuji, even though they're on the same team, what are the odds that Don Fuji is beating up Daiki? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a Jackie Funky Kame versus. This should have been a, a, a Brave Gate match in Rain, but whatever. <laughs> I think this. Uh, Jackie. This then, match is so random. It leads to, uh, yeah. well, it probably need, leads to nothing because both are in like different matches on the final gate. Yeah. Uh, then we have a uh, non-canon. I, 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 
and calling this a non-canon Dragon Gate match on <laughs> this is such a like Ultimo and the guys he brought in kind of match. Uh, Ultimo Dragon and Viento, we saw him on the last Corrigan Hall show versus Super Crazy and Demo. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna skip this match, but a question. Super Crazy wrestles in Noah still. Isn't he a face there? Does he? Dylan, does Super oh, okay. Crazy wrestle in Noah right now? <laughs> uh, yeah. He was Is in he the uh, hard. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's teaming with like a lot of the young guys. Like, is anyone really a face in, in Noah? Uh, aren't they all heels? But no, he he kind of is. He teams like the young guys a lot lately. He was kind of in the uh, the main thing he was a part of was on the Monday Magic deal where they had the, they brought the hardcore title back. Uh, yeah. he, they did a three way match with him and Tanaka and Ninja Mac, Masato Tanaka. Oh, okay. How was that? It was a three way match on Monday Magic between Ninja Mac, Masato Tanaka, and Super Crazy. Very good. Thank you for your. <laughs> Good review. <laughs> if you yes. like really crappy ECW matches, then this is your jam. If you like good wrestling, then no, it wasn't good. So, are you excited about uh, Super Crazy being back in it? No. I hate him. <laughs> he sucks. Why would I be happy about this? I don't want him in, in companies I watch. How, this is, how much does Ultimo do in this tag? Listen, Ultimo is a worker through and through. He doesn't want to be caught. He's going to try and hide to not get caught in any pictures with Super Crazy. So he's not associated with him. You know, that's a good worker move in my book. True. Uh, but yeah, the non-canon match. Uh, I recommend match. <laughs> the, Then the next match, uh, six-man tag, Gold Class, Kota Minora, Ben K, and BB Hulk making his in-ring return. Versus Masaki Mochizuki, Suzuki, and Love. Okay. Uh, yeah, BB Hawk was. Uh, ha- have been taking some time off since. But he's back on the show. Then we have an eight man tag Yamato, Dragon Kid, Narukitoi, and Shuji Kano. D. Courage, Madoka Kiki, uh, Dragon Daya, and Ryo Itanaka, and Yukio Shoka. This might. Ma- like, this will. Uh, this match. Uh, because uh, there is no way Yoshioka. Then the main event uh, is Hyo and Luis Monte versus Shun Sky Kai. So that should be interesting. I I wish we had gotten a Kikura and face off in. Uh, That that cut out. I didn't hear what you I, just said. Can you repeat, please? I I wish we had gotten a uh, a Kikura and Monte face off in the ring before. Yes. Uh, before yes. finally. Well, it's that's basically face versus face, so I can understand why they would didn't want to do that. But come on. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this main event. Uh, yeah, I guess Monte will 
pin Kai and go into the final gate with some moment. But yes, uh, what do you do? You guys think anything of this uh, core show? It sure will happen. <laughs> I hope Jay has a good night. And and ho ho. So it will at least be funny. Because if I'm looking at this card, I don't know, man. The first three matches are straight up my alley, and the rest is kind of, huh? Yeah. But yeah, uh, we can move over to DDT now. We have uh, one DEO Grand Prix show to come. Uh, it was in Osaka, Asela, Taipei, on the 9th of December uh, last weekend. But it was taped and it didn't air until earlier this week. Uh, so we can review it last week. But yeah, uh, we had four block matches on this show and uh, one tag title match. That is the matches I watched on the show. I didn't watch any for that. Yannick, did you? Um, let me pull up the card real quick. I think I just skipped the first two. Yeah, give us your full rundown. I I can I can I can run down the card. Uh, oh okay. The result the results. <laughs> uh, the opener was Dungeon. When Luigi pinned Sumi with death penalty after seconds. Uh, then we had Daisuke Sasaki and MJ Paul defeating Yuki Ino and Sutan Kaka uh, by disqualification when Ino attacked me. What the hell? I, I, I have no idea what happened in that match. <laughs> uh, 9 minutes and 48 seconds for that. Then there was uh, Sean and Friday International, Chris Brooks, Antonio Honda, and Takeshi Masada. Toy Kojima and Illusion, Masada pinned Illusion, Masada Muki Muki after 30 minutes. Yeah, this this match was kind of disappointing because it was a very nothing match. Um, very happy Illusion, Illusion is back. Um, I think he's really talented. And whenever he gets to show it, um, there really can be some can come some good stuff of it. Now Toy Kojima is really growing into it uh, into being a DDT wrestler. Um, there was a lot of talking and Honda. So yeah, it was a match, yeah. and it went 13 minutes, which is kind of long. Yeah, I mean. Sounds like it. That, that's what, probably why I skipped it. Uh, but yeah, the op- uh, the first match I watched on this show was a B-Block match. I, as I said before the show, uh, the tournament started, this was one of my most anticipated matches. Uh, Ray Saito versus... 12 minutes and 49 seconds, uh, and Ray Saito won with a diving body press after 12... Yeah, after... Yeah. This was so it was really fun to see Saito 
many months. Hirata was Hirata. He he got he got uh, Saito uh, some food. Saito sat down and enjoyed the food. Fun, a lot of really fun bits. Yeah. What do you think about this, uh, guys? Dylan, you can go first. Absolutely, I am the one you go to when you want updates on your Ray Saito action sure. here. And I'm glad you did turn to me because I have to say, I'm not going to say this is one of my most anticipated matches of the tournament going in by any means. Well, just because but... I wanted to see Ray Saito do this kind of match. <laughs> and we saw it, and it was awesome. I mean, we knew it would. Like, we know all, like, that's the thing. Hirata to me. I'm not going to say he's the best wrestler by any stretch of imagination, but in terms of consistency, we know whatever he does will be entertaining with whoever it is. And he's done it again. Like, why did we, why would we even doubt it? I knew it would be funny. I knew it would be awesome. And it was. And I was very happy at the end of the match. And uh, I I honestly would have loved it if somehow they could have turned this into him winning, like Hirata actually winning over this <laughs> completely ridiculous opponent. But it was still fine, and it was a lot of fun overall. I enjoyed it very much at the end of the day. Yannick? This was fucking awesome. Um, God, just right from the beginning, literally him walking out. Just <laughs> he came out with him over his shoulders. He had his, he's still in his like jacket and everything, just so casual. With the implication obviously being he'd already beaten the crap out of him and just drug him to the ring. Yeah, yeah uh, that was funny. The I what I wouldn't say this was my most anticipated match going into the well, tournament. I said one off. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let me speak. Um, but as soon as I got like the realization, okay, this is a match we get to see. And that was like awesome night two. Well, this is night three. Yeah. But I said, oh, wait, this is next? Oh, that's gotta be awesome. And it was. It really was. Also, um, we were talking about metal at the time as I watch as I was watching this in uh, in in your Discord. <laughs> and that's where um I noticed the best metal is Ray Saito's theme music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just honestly with the Tag League and um ever since ever since uh the the Saitos won the tag titles, I'm really entertained by what they do and especially Ray as I still think he's the better wrestler of the two. Yeah, I have a massive soft spot for them. Yeah, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to develop a very big soft spot for them. Like <laughs> they, they are. I, I, I would almost throw them more uh, twenty twenty three <laughs> because at the start of this year they were boring as hell. They were their matches were nothing. But man. In the last like couple of months, I they have really started to get me behind, and I I, I like that. <laughs> but yeah, then we had the B block, uh, another B block match: Kanon versus Yukunaya. First upset of the tournament 
we can say Kanon won by referee stoppage with the modified Cobra twist after 30 seconds. He had uh, Naya in the modified Cobra twist for a very long time, and in the end, the ref stopped the match. So yeah, this was kind of an upset. Uh, to I was not expecting a Kanon play spoiler here for it, uh, but I, it makes sense. Uh, Naya was leading the block, still leading the him here losing that's big the match itself i mean they both they both did did well yeah it had some good bits but it wasn't anything special <laughs> like outside of the upset there wasn't anything from the match. yeah sure but he, yeah the thing is he had to lose because like everyone else only has one match left, so he would have clinched the block. Yeah. Yeah, but Which, at the time, we didn't know that, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool for Conan. Like, this was a huge win for him. Should have been Hirata. <laughs> it should have been Hirata. But that is true. Like, it, it, Hirata could have got... But yeah. Uh, what do you think... Uh, what do you guys think this leads to? Do you think Conan like big push out of this upset. <laughs> like he he obviously isn't. Even Dude. you could barely say that with a straight face, Andre. <laughs> at the end, um, the thing is, Dave, it's not like he hasn't been pushed. Like they've given him chances. Like yeah, I mean, he, he, he won the tag title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's already been pushed <laughs> at this point. Sure. So probably far further than he should have been, in my in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, it gives them something. You could build maybe a one-off match to this, or even if it's just something, you know, they bring up either next year or in some other tournament We they bring out at some point, they put these two together and they bring this win up and, and it gives you something to play in, but I don't think it means that much. I think it was really just points control, which happens in every tournament pretty much. Yeah, true. Uh, he, um... Conan, of course, have already the uh, Hirata, so he can also... But yeah. Uh, nothing much to say about the match. The match is way too long. <laughs> like, they didn't need to have but uh, Then we had the all-age tag title on the line. Yuki Sakaguchi and Deku Yukutani eruption defended against Yuna Gelman and Yusuke Okada of Burning. 16 minutes and 57 seconds. V1 eruption when Okatani pinned Okada with the uh, Quetzalcoatl. Oh! <laughs> oh! Character, hey, that, character. That, was, that was your best one yet, brother? Character development. Yes. <laughs> I didn't do it for Saki, but I will do it for... <laughs> Funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, this, I mean, I thought this this tag was really, really good. Nothing much to say, except they all just did very well, and had I had fun watching it. This was awesome. Like, really good. Um, but uh, there's no surprise in me saying that. Yeah. Like, they... I, I I just felt like everyone in the match 
worked well, and they all went out and had a pretty pretty good match. Like this was never going to be like anything really really special, but I thought it was really great for. I think that it might have been a little more spirited if it had been Koroku in there yeah. instead of Akiyama. Probably. Yeah. But Koroku wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have been able to beat up uh, Okitani that well. That's true. I actually think it's interesting because if you look at how they were a team in the All, All Japan uh, Real World Tag League in here, Okatani is the leader of this team now. Like, pretty much in all of their matches, he scores all the falls. You know, he's doing everything. Yeah, yeah, and as he should. You're, you're right. Uh, and I think I know a lot of people that didn't really follow DDT were surprised. They thought Sakaguchi would be kind of the main guy. But I think it's something that even I thought, again, like myself, even somebody who's watching DDT, but really when you look at it, Okatani is the main guy of Eruption now, and it's pretty much every single match that they have as a tag team. It's, so It's very it interesting. Sakaguchi has always been, like in the time that I've been watching, um, but he's always been um, about helping others. Like, he's not the one in the big spotlight, and if he if he was, he let like Yuki Ueno beat him at his own game. Um, by the way, if you haven't seen this, go out of your way and watch that Universal title match. Yeah. Um, but like the first, uh, the first uh, iteration of Eruption was all about getting Higuchi up to po- uh, up enough to to make him. Um, a guy until yeah. he eventually left and, and went on his own way and then you know getting Okatani and from like from the rookie status to to like a roster member then it was all and I mean all about Saki yeah um in like the half half last half year and now he is all behind Okatani, and it's very nice to see. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I it should hopefully uh, lead to some big things, but I am I am really happy with title reign with them. Uh, yeah. I, so yes, <laughs> the next part because they got challenged um, yeah. by Kojima. And Onita. And whenever you hear the All Asia titles and Onita, you have to think title change. Yeah. Well, Stavy told me that apparently Sakaguchi said one time, okay, yeah, when we will lose this title, eruption will end. I have not read that. I haven't seen that in like the original form, and I choose not to believe it. Yeah. Realistically, where where else can they go? Like once they lose the title, so. Yeah, we. That, that's I mean, a... the title is it. It would be kind of weird to end like one of your best projects in years. It's because already kind of, of a title. Because of a title that's not even yours. Well, yeah. I mean that that is true. 
you know, but it's just even uh, ending maybe not completely accurate, but only like a spiritual ending because it's a yeah. kind of already ended. You know, like I when would, you think about it, I would put if yeah, like right now, eruption is just these two guys, and yeah. honestly. When this title reign is over, I would be okay with Okitane uh, getting uh, getting into sh- uh, Shonen for it with uh, Chris and Masato. Like, I think him and Masato could be a great... But are you okay uh, with him getting in, sh- in Sean Freude with Antonio Honda? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> To join Big Hug uh, and <laughs> go with her. So, okay, okay, go, slow, slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but just how hilarious would it be if Toy Kojima would become champion in All Japan with <laughs> with Otani? Onida, yeah, Onida, oh, yeah, yeah. Onida, thank you. Yeah. Uh... Should we note it? They want to wrestle in an explosion, uh, explosion death match because, of course, of course, of course only wrestling explosion death match. And Koi Kojima has gotten a, a knack for those also. But yeah, uh, that they don't, we don't know when those uh, that title match will happen. I assume there. I don't think it can happen at the Old Japan the Yogi Show. Do we have the full card for the Yogi show, Dylan? No, they've only announced like four matches, I think, so far. Okay. Yeah, is so... it Toy already in the DDT match, teaming with Ueno? Yes, he is. That yeah, is true. Yeah. Yeah, so we we, we don't know when that is going. Uh, probably in the new year. But yeah. But fun, fun old Asia tag title match. I definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, then we had on the next. In the next match, Kazusara Higuchi, the A block of the deal, Kazusara Higuchi versus 30 minutes and 14 seconds. Uh, Higuchi wins with a brain claw slam in what I described as just in a great, great match. <laughs> but like, I expected it to be really fun and really good, and they did. Like, I, I wanted that, and I got it. What do you think about this match? Uh, Dylan, we can start with you. Yannick, I want to hear your take first. What, what okay. did you think of this? This was really good. Um, it what I exp- like it felt short. Yeah. And because it was an upload... The, you see in the timeline on Russell Universe, you see like um, how long it is, like relatively to the file, and it looked really short. Um, this was this was good. It I liked how Higuchi felt like the young guy that has already proven like exactly how the dynamic is between these two, like Hiroshima has the um has the experience to to really work higuchi down but in the end like uh, higuchi is at the top of his game and he, you know he can get those reserves to get out the win 
Um, it does not um, compare to the the last uh, Do match they had, though. Yes, I agree there. That's true because I thought we were. There was a lot of really cool stuff here in this match. I thought, uh, and then, like you said, it really told a great story just in this match of their actual dynamic. Uh, like you said, of years, the young guy, the student, so to speak, finally overcoming and proving himself, which he's already proven. And now he's at this point that, that uh, he's uh, has already proven himself. So I love the differences. I just love the chemistry they have and the way they work. Higuchi's able to really utilize a lot of his power spots out of some good situations. And, and Hiroshima is a very creative guy in the ring mm. uh, in general, where that, just how he does moves, situations he'll put himself and his opponent in. And Higuchi flows really well with that using his power game, which is so good, always super impressive. Uh, they really rocked the house, and I thought it was a, a pretty damn great match. I w- agree with what you said, Yannick. I think if it were a live show and we saw this on that, it would have been a bit like it would have had more of an impact how it went because I think what they actually did in the match was pretty much perfect for what it was. But ultimately, if you compare it to last year's match, you were right. It, it does fall short of that a bit. But I thought it was getting there. Like I thought it was getting there pretty close. I thought they worked really well, well together. Two years ago, twenty twenty one. Yeah, t- uh, two years ago. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I wish it was last year compared <laughs> to some of the other matches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, twenty twenty one is it was amazing. But yeah, I I mean, they. I feel like yeah, I mean this could definitely have been an was like uh, I don't know why uh, these shows aren't because uh, it seems like right now all of the outside of Tokyo shows are are being taped and airs on three days later and i don't know why that it, it... or in the case of the yuka graduation show five days later yeah uh, yeah uh, i don't know why that that, that is going on uh it it, it sucks it, it, both the shows this weekend are live uh and that really sucks because i this weekend is the first weekend i actually have time to watch some wrestling <laughs> so like yeah but yeah I, I definitely think this a good match and one of the one of the better the tournament as it, when it comes to just in ring work um, definitely watch this match uh, then we had the main event A block Tetsu Endo versus Yuki Ueno uh, Tetsu Endo defeats Yuki Ueno with the forest bridge uh, like Kind of like roll up pin after twelve uh, after twenty one minutes and eighteen. Uh, they, I mean, they did they did Tetsu Endo versus Yuki Ueno. This uh, I <laughs> I described this in in my notes as this is what would happen if an AI generated Tetsu Endo. Like this is exactly what an AI would do. They would get their movesets in. Do their do their stuff, have have really f- have good spots, but ultimately not have that much to it, and that is what I'm worried about. If Tetsu Endo wins the tournament, <laughs> uh, Yannick, what did you think about this match? It's really I don't know what I think about this match because I already went in not caring. <laughs> 
and it they sounds like they didn't change your mind. No, they really did not. Um, but I do, didn't pay that much attention um, to it, so I I'm not. I wouldn't say I was necessarily fair to the match. Um, like, but this they, is just another pairing that excites me. Yeah, they do good stuff. They do good sequences and good moves. They do moves. Yeah, but there's nothing to it, and that's the problem with both these guys. <laughs> uh, Dylan, yeah, what do you I think? Mean, you're totally right. Like that's exactly right. Like if you look at their athleticism and their execution, they're strong performers, honestly. Like they're like really good at that aspect of it. But in terms of everything else and like getting you into matches, I thought Ueno started this tournament off pretty well. Like I thought he did really good early on, uh, showed something because I came in thinking that again, when he won the title, I was the match was solid and all, but I really wasn't very fired up about him winning the title. I didn't think he has what it takes to be a good champion overall, even though I, I like his game in terms of his moves, like you said, and his wrestling. Endo, I think, is utterly, like, yes, his athleticism is good, but he's, like, create-a-wrestler-level, uh, ultimately. So bland, in my opinion. They had some really good sequences here, and they even brought some really big stuff, uh, even for a, you know, a smaller type of show like this. Um, Especially the pile driver on the apron, uh, the flip pile driver, the endo hit, uh, w was really nasty, uh, yeah. and I thought that they did a great job of that. But then it's just like they move on to the next stuff. There's no heart and no soul in these matches, uh, especially that endo has. Again, I liked it, Ueno early on in the tournament, but he didn't have it here, and he wasn't in with the right opponent. But still, again, if you just want to watch the matches. Like, you're not invested and you don't care about that stuff and just want to watch a cool match, like a well-performed exhibition, that this was good. I'd rate it like, you know, a 7 out of 10 level soft wreck. Like, I recognize that there's good things to it, but will I care about it even, like, five minutes after it happened, it might as well yeah. not happened. It had no, yeah. you know, staying power for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if, if it wasn't for this podcast, I probably would. Like, I, I would have nothing to say. Uh, and that's and, a problem. Because, like, the Ueno win versus Chris, that had something to it. For me, that had investment. That For both wrestlers, for me. I That had soul. That had... Well, it was draw. a big surprise as, as well. Like, I, I didn't expect him to win. Yeah, and, like, that was also... I just... And I think... This match, the thing about this match, I think that this match is their big match. This is what their big match will be. Only yeah, it will be point. 20 minutes longer. And that will really suck, because that will not be on the standard of what Chris set with this title. Yes. Um, but both of these are capable of much more. They are. And I think they know that. Like, if they if they run this, I think it's a, a match they can be successful with, like DDT as a promotion. And there are people out there that like it, and that will like it, and that like these guys, and that's against fair. each other. And it's 
just not. This is a pairing that I've just accepted. It's not for us. But I always felt the same way about Endo against any, like even him and Takeshita was like their biggest rivalry for five years. I thought Endo was his worst opponent, in my opinion. But I didn't like any of their matches, even ones that were highly rated I by mean, everybody. Quali- quality and being for people is not necessarily like on the same scale. Especially in a promotion like DDT that is like so off the beaten path. Not that like they have generally bad wrestling or like you know my stance on that. Right. Um and I know both of these on uh, like on the big stage will pull it up put it up a notch. And I'm sure if this will be the big match with which I'm also believing will be the case, they already knew it at this point and they were like holding back a bit. At least, Maybe. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, and also, like, another arena, it could work wonders. Uh, this is, if they run it back, I'm not against it. Um, but I'm also, like, not excited. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, with this, uh, Endo picks up two points and is now uh, co- leading the block with Kazuzare Gucci, A block. Uh, him and Higuchi are both on points. Ueno is on three points. Yuki Ino uh, is on two points. Hiroshima is on two points. And Daisuke Sasaki is at point. That is how the A block stands right now. And the B block stands. Uh, Yukunaya leading with six points. Rei Saito, Mao, and Kanon all on second with four points. Chris Brooks with two points. And Kazuki Hirata with zero. Uh, Hirata has one match. Yeah, and that is tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow versus Chris Brooks. <laughs> so we'll see if uh, tomorrow. Big one. Zero. Do you think he? Wi- Do you guys think he wins with? Ends with zero points. Um. Of course. <laughs> it cut out for me. I didn't understand you. The Hirata and uh, Hirata versus Chris tomorrow. If uh, Hirata loses, he ends. Up... I mean, you think Hirata's gonna win? Yeah. Does it matter? No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, actually, Hirata versus Chris is a match I really want to see for the title. So let's hope he loses. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, we have a lot of challengers set up for this belt after this tournament. <laughs> true, true. Uh, he might, he abandoned the first guy. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, uh, tomorrow we have the DO Grand Prix in Fukuoka. Uh, Nishi Tetsu Hall. It, it, this is a taped show. It will, uh, be taped on Wrestle Universe and air, uh, like, it will air on. Wednesday or or Tuesday next week. Uh, so the card as it stands right now: Chris Brook in the B block, Kanon versus a- Ray Saito in the B block, Kosara Gucci versus Yuki Ino in the A block, Tetsu Endo versus Daisuke Sasaki in the A block, 
And main event, Yuki Ueno versus Harashima. What do you guys think about tomorrow's show? The main event could be heat. I think that they could have great chemistry together. I think Hiroshima is a great opponent for, like, Indo as well. He's another guy that kind of, like I was saying earlier, he puts both himself and his opponents in unique and creative situations, even just the way he does certain moves in his matches. And I think he's able to fill in the gaps of somebody like Ueno. When faced against Indo, there's nothing there to fill in those gaps. I think Hiroshima will be great at that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yes, this show being taped really hampers my expect uh, my yeah expectations. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like, what's well, up I, with I, all the taping lately? In, in all of Japanese, like <laughs> uh, multiple companies have had this lately. Yeah, I wish I wish we could have watched this tomorrow. It really sucks. But yeah. Um... Then on Sunday the seventeenth, it will be uh, two matches will be happening in Kumamoto. Uh, it will be Daisuke Sasaki versus Yuki Ino in block and Mao versus. And that is the last uh, last night before the last night of play, which is on Christmas Eve. Oh. And the card for that is Yuki Ueno versus Yuki Ino in the A block. Tetsuya Endo versus Kazusara Higuchi in the A block. Daisuke Sasaki versus Hiroshima in the A block. Chris Brook versus Ray Sai in the B block. And Mao versus Yuki Ueno. Right now, my prediction is Tetsuya Endo versus Higuchi will decide the winner of A block. And Mao versus Aya will decide. The winner of B block. Yeah, I think that's totally logical. And then, of course, the final will be happening on of January 2024 20, 20, in Cork and Hall. I just See? want to point out that on the seventeenth, we'll get uh, in the in the main event, uh, Weno and Kochima versus Higuchi and Yuki Ishida. That's cool. It, I just want to say, I don't care what happens on that that match uh, on that show. If that main event delivers, I will be a happy man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, that's that's it for this this week. I think um, next week uh, we will have a, a lot of big things happening this week. Uh, early in the week, a, a special bonus episode will drop. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm sadly not going to be taking part of it, but it will be Dylan joined by a special guest. And uh, then at the end of the week, we will be back to the Cork and Hall show, Dragon Gate, and the DO shows, and give our predictions final game. And that's it. It, do you guys want to say anything before I close the show? Yeah, I got a lot to say. Check out the Eastern Lariat. My show with Striga. I mentioned him earlier. He's really cool. He knows a lot about wrestling, especially Japanese wrestling. Uh, we, we did our last show before Christmas. 
uh, and just a couple of days ago, we talked about all kinds of stuff. I previewed all the big shows, Wrestle Kingdom, the Stardom stuff. We talked a little bit about Noah. Talked about. We even talked a little bit about Dragon Gate, All Japan Tag League, all kinds of stuff. Tokyo Sports Awards. Uh, we talked about all that too. Did you guys see those? Yes. Um, I don't have any takes on it. It's exactly. I only know that Tom won. That's literally the only thing I know about that. Like it's the the Tokyo the Tokyo Sports Awards is the exact same as it is each year. Like yeah, they will like Muta versus Nakamura getting uh, best bout was so predictable. Like it was that or uh, Muto Muto versus uh, Naito. That was the only surprise. I thought it would be Naito versus Muto. To, to be honest, I mean, but they just didn't want Nakamura, Naito to win two awards, so they gave it to Nakamura instead. Nakamura like, you know, is it, WWE associated, also. So I, they, I mean, it could be either. Like, <laughs> it was a dice roll between. Um, yeah. Um, I normally I say go watch Gumpro. I I. Would um, suppose you listeners should watch a lot of Gumpro until the next episode. Hint, hint. Um, but to get away from that, today they announced a corp um, a cooperation between actress girls and all Japan, and I cannot wait for the Saito brothers and Gochika. Interactions. <laughs> yes, the most popular wrestlers in the in wrestling right now. But yes, um, I thank you for bringing up actress girls. Uh, I want to plug uh, my my episode with Valke actress stage episode two dropped earlier this week. We went through uh, November for actress actress girls, and uh, we. We looked at December, which is uh, like they are setting up some pretty interesting things for the year end uh, show, uh, Cork and all show. Definitely check out Actress Stage on the final. And uh, check out the Eastern Lariat, Dylan, and Wrestle Update, uh, of course. Yeah, definitely and, check out Wrestle Update. We did a show. You also mm-hmm. were, were, were on Pure Gems. Yeah, I was. I was all over the place the last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely want to shout out Wrestle Update. Uh, because we did a big show uh, talking about all kinds of stuff in AEW, all kinds of rumors, Julio, Okada, uh, g- where will they go, blah, blah, blah. Uh, NXT, we talked a little bit about because I will uh, actually be at an NXT show uh, next year, which was, yeah, which was crazy. My sister bought me tickets because this is the first time WWE's ever coming to her hometown. And it's right. It's like a week after my birthday. So she got me tickets and wants me to go with her. Uh, and somebody else as well. Uh, so we, I will be there uh, at NXT uh, Vengeance Day. Uh, the, the, well, the wonderfully aptly titled show. Uh, so I just spoiled my big announcement at the end of the Wrestle Update. But still, uh, it's a fun show to talk about. Pure Gyms was awesome. Uh, I love talking to Peps. Uh, he's another guy really knowledgeable about wrestling. Really checked in in all kinds of uh, different companies all over the world. Uh, you know, got got a lot of great people he talks to. He knows a lot of stuff. Uh, really enjoyed Pure Gems. I was on Post Pro Res too with WH Park and Karen Peterson. Uh, we did a whole long year in review show uh, there, which was interesting. Uh, and uh, 
yeah, it was a ton of fun being on there too. We talked about Final Fantasy a little bit uh, on there. Me and Karen did. Uh, WH was uh, always somebody I've known forever. Uh, so great, great to be on such a big spotlight like post pro res, and hopefully it brought new listeners to Eastern Laria, Dramatic Dream Dragons. And yeah, I didn't. I don't think I recorded Pair of Gems at that point yet. But still, uh, if you followed me on Twitter, then maybe you got that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So check out all that and see you next week uh, because there's a big week next week. Uh, but until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go. Go!